Another Marvel film is back in theaters, Venom. Not from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but from the Sony Universe of Marvel characters. Find out what I think about it and more on this episode of EQ Reviews. Hello and welcome to another episode of BQ Movie Reviews. My name is Christopher Rodriguez and today we're here to discuss the film Venom. Journalist Eddie Brock is trying to take down Carlton Drake, the notorious and brilliant founder of the Life Foundation. While investigating one of Drake's experiments, Eddie's body merges with the alien Venom, leaving him with superhuman strength and power. Twisted, dark, and fueled by rage, Venom tries to control the new and dangerous abilities that Eddie finds so intoxicating. Okay, so let's start off with the pros. And uh, just a little info. So, as we know, Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock slash Venom. And uh, Riz Ahmed, who we've seen in the trailers looking over the symbiotes, uh, he plays Carlton Drake. Um, So... What I will say, uh, as far as the pros, is that this film does take a few things from the comics. Now, as happens at times when you are translating, um, you know, one medium to the next, um, sometimes things kind of get lost in translation, some things need to get shuffled around, Um, sometimes the story may not necessarily be uh, as as cohesive but the whole purpose is to kind of get the 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 kind of general idea of who this character is the core elements of who this character is and kind of bring it to a different medium like i said that's not always done properly but what i will say is that this film has taken certain risks and i feel like it's done enough to be different um for example um, uh, months back, it was said that maybe Spider-Man would be in the movie. Spider-Man won't be in the movie. That Tom Holland would just be in the movie, show up as Peter Parker. I mean, there were a whole bunch of rumors kind of spreading around. And I will not say what exactly comes within the film. But what I will say is that, you know, a lot of that, those rumors or speculation was kind of just, I think, driving people crazy at one point. Only because, you know... What was informed to the, you know, to audiences and uh, of Marvel, you know, for people who watch Marvel movies and even just for the general audience, um, it was basically said that Spider-Man wasn't going to be in the movie. And if you know anything about the Spider-Man comics or cartoons or whatever, you know that in order for Venom to exist, well, first you kind of need Spider-Man. I mean, there, of course, have been different iterations where... Um, you know, the symbiote just kind of goes to Eddie at first and, and stuff like that. But, you know, in the, I believe in the Ultimate Universe. But nonetheless, the general idea, like even even if it was poorly executed in Spider-Man 3, that was pretty much how it happened. You know, Eddie Brock was kind of like a loser, you know, and he saw it that way. And uh, Spider-Man had the symbiote at first and uh, pretty much... Not intentionally passed it along to Eddie Brock, but took it off and then eventually ended up clinging to Eddie Brock. And then that's how they both wanted vengeance on Peter Parker slash 
Spider-Man. And that's how he actually gets that big white spider on his chest because he was originally on Spider-Man. So uh, it, as probably you've seen in the, in the marketing, he doesn't have that big spider on him. Because why? Because Spider-Man is not a part of this universe. Now, very convoluted, very confusing. But the gist of it is that Spider-Man is not, at least yet, in this universe. Um, as of right now, Sony is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's owned by Disney. And Sony uh, has the rights to Spider-Man, but essentially kind of loaned them back to Marvel so that he could be in about five movies or so. And in the meantime, they figured, you know what, until Spider-Man comes back to us, we're going to actually just make a bunch of stories involving Spider-Man, but involving Spider-Man's villains without actual Spider-Man, which is kind of a ballsy move in my opinion. But, you know, I, I was wondering how this movie was going to do because, you know, honestly, I think a great interpretation of Venom has been has been waiting to be on the screen and now we finally get him and he's not with spider-man or fighting spider-man at all so that kind of sucks but they call it sony calls it the so the sony universe of marvel characters so <laughs> i guess you know we'll see going forward um but anyway so let's stick with the pros so in my opinion i thought the story was okay um the story for me I, I didn't think it was bad. It it was just, um, it was very predictable. Um, just like any other movie you could possibly think of, you know that, you know, the person starts off one way, uh, now they have issues with whatever happened to them. They figure this, having issues trying to figure it out, but kind of getting it. Then eventually, at the end, that's when they realize, oh, this is, <laughs> this is who I am. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty predictable. The formula has been used in many movies, many times over. In my opinion, nothing really that special about it. But I like the fact that Tom Hardy uh, is in this film, right? Um, honestly, I think the if it had been like any other person, especially if it was um, someone that I didn't know um, or wasn't really that familiar with, or let's say it was, it was just a new actor they decided to kind of throw in the role uh, for longevity reasons, um, I don't know if I would have liked that as much because Tom Hardy for me, I just like Tom Hardy and a lot of stuff. So knowing that he was going to play Venom, even I believe he's in his either late thirties or forties or early forties or something. But nonetheless, you know, the fact that he's Venom and the fact that he's in this kind of Marvel universe now, even if it's not a part of the MCU, but it's, you know, within a Marvel universe, I, I kind of like it. I, and you know, there's an, other films that are coming down the pipeline, supposedly, in the Sony universe of Marvel characters. So it's kind of interesting to kind of see what's going to happen in the near future. But, yeah, so, again, Tom Hardy, I thought, was very good at Venom. Uh, for whatever reason, Tom Hardy loves playing these roles where you could barely understand him when he's talking. Whether it was Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, whether it's him now as Venom. You know, it's like um, a lot of times he ends up using these different i don't know he always has something covering his mouth or or whatever but uh like a lot of people were saying original originally in the marketing uh and trailers where they couldn't really understand him i feel like in the finished product you could understand him much better although he does still sound more or less the same but just a little clearer um so that was pretty cool and also the evolution of the character like seeing how they decided to kind of uh, merge uh the symbiote with eddie brock and 
how he kind of has like this inner monologue that of course only he can hear um, and how he can actually have these conversations with the symbiote without anybody really understanding or knowing unless I guess they want them to hear. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very interesting to see how, how this character kind of evolved from just being, you know, just kind of the slimy thing to attaching Eddie Brock to then kind of progressing within the film. Um, and also the villain, I again, won't go too into it, but, uh, there's kind of like, there's technically kind of like one villain, although it kind of almost feels like two. Um, but I'll go into that a little later. Um, but yeah, it was nice to kind of see that they finally um, tackled this story. Venom was finally introduced the proper way, not in Spider-Man 3 with uh, Topher Grace as, uh, as uh, um, Eddie Brock and Venom, which was, ooh, it wasn't too good. But it was kind of nice to see uh, a refreshing take on this character, uh, a better take on this character, um, and a much better caliber actor also. So that that's... That, that was pretty cool. So for me, it was a story. Um, I like the kind of evolution of the character. I love Tom Hardy as Venom. I kind of like this kind of small universe that they created so far. Um, uh, assuming that this film does as good as I hope it does, <coughs> which especially because the box office results were pretty good in its first week, um, I think hopefully this will uh, spawn other films in the near future like a Venom 2, like a Silver Sable movie, like a Black Widow movie, like a, hopefully a Spider-Man movie, maybe after he comes back from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so on and so forth. So hopefully, you know, uh, Sony won't have to reboot again so that, that we could kind of keep ourselves contained within this universe. Now, let's segue into the cons. So the cons for me in this movie was, like I said, it was, it was pretty predictable, um, formula, very formulaic, uh, very similar to a lot of other films that I've seen. So for me, it was just kind of hit or miss. Um, uh, I do kind of see the reason why people didn't like the film. Uh, it did kind of feel like, especially, how can I put it? If you are used to eating, let's say... Um, a certain type of steak, right? And then all of a sudden, and you've only eaten uh, a, a ter uh, that 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 type of steak for, the, for your entire life. All of a sudden, somebody gave you like a sirloin steak or something much better. Uh, you're like, hey, you know what? I kind of like this. Not to say I don't like what I always had, but this one tastes better. And that's how I kind of feel the Marvel Cinematic Universe is with the Sony Universe of Marvel characters. <laughs> is that Marvel Cinematic Universe has created a standard for comic book films. And I think everyone has been trying to emulate that ever since. Whether it be DC, whether it be Sony, whether it be Fox, you know, which now has been absorbed by, by, by Disney. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I feel like they created a standard. And I, I guess, especially in the marketing, I was kind of hoping that, that it didn't have to be an MCU film. But I figured that it would have... I don't know, some more lightheartedness, maybe, or, you know, stuff like that. But, or at least kind of stick to one or the other. If you're going to make it a comic book film, make it a comic book film. You're going to make it a horror movie, make it a horror movie. If you're going to make it, you know, a, a family-friendly movie, make it a family-friendly movie. But I felt like this film was like a little bit of everything. But unfortunately, as I've heard before, 
jack of all trades the master of none so it just kind of felt a little wishy-washy at times and kind of felt like a film that didn't exactly fit right within the rest of these type of comic book films um like i said at least dc try to stay dark which now they're kind of you know redirecting everything and now they're trying to go light but marvel the marvel cinematic universe you know has been pretty light you know with, with everything and and very good um this one like i said it, the tone was a little all over the place so i'm not sure exactly where where they're gonna set this but considering the next movies that will be coming out in the next few years i guess maybe they want to stick in a kind of horror slash family friendly type vibe um, so that I guess everybody can kind of be able to appreciate the film. Um, hence why they stick to the PG-13 rating. Also, if just in case maybe they want to mingle again with the MCU. So let's see what happens. But yeah, for me, those are kind of like my cons. Uh, I just kind of felt like tonally it was all over the place. The story looks like very predictable. But otherwise, um, decent for the most part. Um, so anyway, so my final thoughts. Would I recommend the film? Yes, I think this is another great installment for this film. I mean, for this for this new franchise, uh, I think this film is a, a new starting point, hopefully, for what's to come. And uh, if if hopefully, like I said, this movie does as good, then hopefully we could get a lot of good stuff as well uh, down the pipeline. And you know, I can pray, I can hope, and cross my fingers, but I just hope that eventually it will be a part of the MCU. But if not, hopefully, we can create. A very good Sony universe of Marvel characters. <laughs> and I would like to give this the score of a 7 out of 10 for this film. Well guys, thank you for listening to another episode of BQ Movie Reviews. Uh, there should be another review coming up momentarily. Or there w- actually will be. <laughs> so definitely uh, be on the lookout for the next review and stay tuned. Okay guys, bye.